0: Welcome to the Sick and Successful Podcast. This podcast was created with the purpose of being real, diving deep into the behind the scenes of what it's like to be successful while struggling with some of life's biggest challenges. In this podcast, there is no holding back. The tough questions are asked, hard things are said, and week after week, our hosts bring you tangible tips and tricks to live your best life. We're here to show you that you don't have to settle for good enough that you can shoot for the stars and accomplish your wildest dreams. The road to get there may look a little different, but we're here to prove to you that it's not only possible to be sick and successful, but it's possible for you. Dream big and tune in. Welcome back to the Sick and Successful podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. Oh my gosh. It is, I don't know what day, January 3rd or something like that. I don't know the exact day. But it is a few days past New Year's. Welcome to 2022. This is going to be such a cool episode. The last episode, episode 50, before our little break, Was one of my favorites with Shalinda. And now this is my second favorite, and I haven't even recorded it yet because we have our special guest. Her name is Alexa. Before I tell you my intro of her, I want to read a little bit about her. Alexa is a plus size Filipina in her 20s. She has a degree in agriculture, majoring in horticulture from the University of the Philippines. After years of working in a corporate setup, she decided to try freelancing when the pandemic hit. Since then, she has never looked back. Her freelancing career did not only make her more financially stable, but it also gave her the freedom to do a lot of passion projects on the side. She is now a digital artist and a podcast host of the Word of Gab podcast. And I cannot say enough amazing things about Alexa. I found her, we were looking, or I was looking just for an assistant to do a few things for the podcasting side of things. Um, You know, just take a couple of the tedious tasks off my hand. And now she is our right-hand woman. She does more in our company than I do. I feel like sometimes <laughs> she's in control of everything, but she also has just such a phenomenal personality. She is so sweet. She's so understanding. She fits our culture like no one else. She she understands the ethos of our business. She's amazing with our clients. And welcome to the podcast, Alexa.
1: Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> So honored to be here because this is the first time I would be guesting to any other podcast, Aww. and I was invited by Natalie. So supportive, thank you.
0: Yeah, you're so welcome. I don't know even if I mentioned, but you live in the Philippines. Like you're not just a Filipina, but you live in the Philippines. Yeah. Which is literally 12 hour time difference, and we talk all day every day. It feels like.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's as if no one is sleeping.
0: <laughs> yeah, literally never. We don't sleep over here at SNS. <laughs> So I I invited Alexa on the podcast because I think I, well, and I don't think I get asked a lot. Like when I tell people about her, which I tell literally anyone who'll listen, (laughs) they're like, how did you find her? Of course. I I know even some of your listeners have like asked, you know, how we found our editors and how have we found Alexa specifically, she does a lot in our company. So I think having her on number one to tell the story of how we found her, but also the difference of work culture in the Philippines versus, you know, working as a freelancer, start with the story of how I found you. And then we can go from there. There is this program when it comes to making podcast content. So you guys see when we make a podcast, and we always put out this content that has like audio wave, you know, the eclipse from the podcast. The, I love that content, but it is so tedious to me. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like the program you use just takes so much effort and it, just time. So I was like, okay, I need to find someone to do this. So I went to, to a website called Upwork, upwork.com, where you can find freelancers. And I, I don't even remember what the job description said, but it's something like a virtual assistant. A few of the, the programs that I asked, the the first one being Wave, is what I wanted someone to take over. And you get a lot of applications pretty quickly on that website, like from all over the world, from Europe, from the states, and and varying per hour rates and, and contract rates and things like that. So I was just looking, I didn't have a specific thought in mind of what I wanted. We had a smaller budget because we are a new company. And a lot of the times when you get an application, people will say they're fluent in English, which which has happened to us a few times where we've hired someone and then we find out, like, well, you know, they really can't do the job that they applied for. And so that's really frustrating when you're using one of those websites because you're you're looking to get something off your hands and then you end up hiring someone who's like more work than just doing it yourself. So I was looking through all of these applications and then one stuck out to me and this was Alexa specifically. And I remember in like the first couple sentences, she said, to be completely honest, I don't I've never used Wave before, but I'm a quick learner or something like that. And right away, I could tell she knew English because she wrote like she replied to my uh, job application, but also I loved her honesty, and like that's something that's really important for us at SNS. So I think we did an interview. We did a Zoom interview, right?
1: Yeah, we did.
0: Yeah, and I- like on the interview, I was like, okay, so you can take over this and this and this. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> and I was like, um, oh, okay, yes, some of those I know, but some of those I will learn. <laughs> And I was really upfront about it because I don't want to take on tasks that I can't handle and then, you know, risk wasting your time and wasting my time because I have to find another client after you if I don't fit the job. So I'm like, I better learn this. It's going to be tiring. (laughs) It's no joke looking for clients in Upwork. Because as you've said, there's a lot of proposals from other people who are yeah. more, you know, skillful than me, and you know, then they're from other countries, and I'm like, okay, what can I offer? Yeah. Generous.
0: <laughs> yeah, literally, like it is, it, it it is, for lack of a better word, a crapshoot. Like you don't really. It, it's right. a great, it's a great website. You can find amazing people. Like I, I always say that, like you're a godsend. <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you were meant for us, but it, it, it is hard for someone just starting out on that website. I actually have a phenomenal editor for YouTube videos and like our, our testimonial videos and she's from the Ukraine and I've been using her since like 2018. So it always reminds me that that website is amazing. And then that's why, why we went to, to find you. But when Alexa started, so she had like, I don't know, you were doing like three hours of work per week for us or something right in the beginning.
1: Yeah. Around 10 hours mostly for content creation and yeah. you know, onboarding, you know, everything, orientation and such.
0: Yeah. And then I quickly realized like she was so good at creating content and she's an artist and she's, I know I keep trying to make her like draw me. <laughs> Can you draw me? She's so good at it, but she, she's an artist, she's creative. So then I started giving her more and more content and she had other clients. And I was like, um, do you want to just like not have other clients yeah. and work for us all the time? <laughs> so you've been with us how many months now? I July,
1: think almost August. Two, three, no, four months?
0: No, because I think you started in July, right? Or no, August. Oh, August, okay. September, October, November, December,
1: January. Six months, half a year. Yeah. Almost, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Time I didn't right even now. notice that because to be honest, I enjoy working with you guys. Yeah. And this is what I always tell my friends. Because, of course, if you brag about me, I brag about you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do it. With my friends, I keep on saying my bosses are so amazing. They they let me do stuff based on how I do it. It's like I, I have this own creative process. And they, d- they don't just tell me that I should do this this way. And I don't like that because yeah. I'm a creative person. And yeah. I keep on bragging about you being so supportive. Like right now you're interviewing me in your podcast and I don't have great following. I just oh, have a great course. personality. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> so course. I was like so blessed finding you guys because I had other clients, but I never really connected with them like I did with you guys.
0: Yeah. So we, we, we talk uh, with a voice messaging app called the Voxer and we're like I'm going to sleep and it's morning for you and vice versa. Uh, For a while during the summer, when we were really transitioning, Alexa actually changed her schedule so that she was awake while we were working. But now, thankfully, she's sleeping during the nighttime (laughs) and um, spending a little bit more time with her family. It's easier now because you've been with us for six months. So you kind of, you know what to expect, what we need. So we don't have to be really awake during the same hours. Although we have a few hours before each of us goes to bed and in the mornings together. So another thing I wanted to talk about is, and a lot of people actually ask me, is the difference of like, first of all, if you're open of what the minimum wage is in the Philippines, you know, like at a corporate position and what people are making, not even just you, because you don't have to tell me what you were making before, but like what a typical person working in a corporate um, job, or even just what the minimum wage is per day, and then how your opportunities open up when you do start freelancing and what what the differences are there
1: i would base that on the average minimum wage for corporate jobs entry jobs for someone that has a degree because if you don't have a degree here in the philippines that would be way lower okay so for someone who has a degree like me yeah that's around 25 to 30 dollars a day okay that's gonna be like eight actually that's nine hours of your life because the oh. one hour is your lunch and that's not paid. Right. So basically, they're just paying you for the eight hours. Of course, you have to travel there. So th- that's what's exhausting with the corporate world. You have to travel there. And here in the Philippines, the commute is oh, so bad. Um, even if I live close to my office before, it will take me around an hour before I get there. Wow. And then, of course, that's already... No, if you do the math that's already half of your day
0: yeah I mean that's 12 right? hours right nine hours plus another two and then right yeah
1: right and then what I did before because I was living on my own what I did was I had to find another part-time job I was teaching a high school kid after my work so after work I just eat dinner rest for an hour and then go work again wow because the then, salary isn't enough
0: right not enough to, and then so what would someone who doesn't have a degree what is that minimum wage look mm. like
1: that's around 15 dollars a day
0: 15 dollars can't even like, even do the math but it's like a two dollars an hour or something like that
1: 1.5 or less. two dollars an hour yeah, yeah.
0: wow what mm. made you transition to looking for contracting positions and and going online and how did you even hear about the world
1: Actually, it started with when this pandemic hit because my company was not the best at managing their people. I swear they didn't give me health benefits, even if I was already regularized, nothing mm. like that, just a race. And, you know, even with the race, it's still not enough with all the work that I've been doing for the company. Uh, After some time, I was burned out and I was just dragging myself to work so when this pandemic hit i realized that this company doesn't give a shit about me yeah or about our or about everyone because they were requiring us to still go to the office as if everything's normal right so i was like i talked to my parents i moved back in and i told them i'm gonna resign i still have my tutoring job so i told them i'm gonna give you whatever i'm making there well, just let me move back in I, <laughs> but i don't want to work here anymore i'll I'll find another way i'll find another job and then i asked around did some research and i ended up at upwork at first it was really hard because you know a lot of competitors because everyone's looking for a freelance job yeah everyone's looking for a work from home job because how our government is handling this pandemic is i think we are the worst country
0: i mean i don't know (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, I I think I read that somewhere, but, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I I definitely feel like it's bad because it's already two years, almost two years, and we're still in lockdown.
0: Like full lockdown? Like you're not allowed to leave the um, house?
1: No, actually right now we're easing into it, but, you know, there are still a lot of restrictions. Yeah. That's how I went to freelancing. Also, I never really liked the feeling of working for someone Mm -hmm. you know there's a difference with working with someone and working for someone and in this company I'm not saying this to like suck up on you guys but I'm just saying this because this is how I feel in this company I feel like I'm working with you guys yeah I never really felt like you know you're the boss and I should be afraid of you No, of course. I swear, I'm not just you know. No, I know. And at the beginning, I
0: hated even when you use the word boss because I was like, "Ah!" (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm used to it now. But no, no, no. Like you're not like we have other employees now too, right? So I had to get used to it. But I hated that in the corporate world too Mm -hmm. when someone's like, you're doing it like do it this way, and it's like, well, but why? Like, (laughs) and and that that. Being said, you're also really good at getting feedback, right? Like when there is something, when you love feedback. And that is another thing that we really love about you is like, you know, a client says, Hey, can we do this a little bit differently? Or Hey, can we like not do this or do that? You love the feedback. So it's not that like we just let you do whatever you want to do. You still, you do like you within what our company needs and wants, but you have the creative freedom to like be a creative person, which is really cool. Exactly. So to someone who just wants to start out wherever in the world they are as a freelancer, and maybe even in Canada or or wherever they're listening from, what would be some advice that you would give them in just starting out?
1: I created a podcast about this. (laughs) I think that's mostly for Filipinos. But um, the main thing that I pointed out there is that you should know what you can and cannot do. Yeah. That's the first thing you should do. You could, you know, just sit down and list down everything that you're good at or everything that you could work on. Because, you know, in the freelance world, you might not think that your skill is important. Like me, I I didn't graduate any design course or art course.
0: Or marketing or podcasting.
1: Or marketing, podcasting or mass communication. I didn't graduate. I'm an agriculture graduate. (laughs) I handle plants. (laughs) But I was great. I, I'm good at creating graphics and I, I have my own podcast. So those are skills that you can't just learn textbook-wise. Yeah. yeah. It's something you learn as you go through your life. So I think that's one thing they should do. Highlight their strengths too. And lastly, I think they should never lie on their resume. Amen.
0: Yeah, so true.
1: <laughs> that it's is so, so crucial. I know because I uh, well I did my research and I went into these groups and then they were saying that you should just lie about it and just learn it in the job what if you can't
0: exactly and it's like, we know when we know within the first day if you know how to do it or not right like it's so obvious and especially when people lie about speaking English like we've went through mm-hmm. a few few editors specifically with podcasting that we couldn't even communicate with. And they said they checked off that they spoke fluent English. And that's not to say that we would, like, we have an editor right now who her English actually isn't like as good as your English, right? You communicate with her. She's amazing though. She's really good at what she does. And because we have you and she's also in the Philippines, it's a little easier to work with her, but it is tough when someone applies and says like, I can do X, Y, and Z, but they can't. So don't do that if you are wanting to start freelancing. (laughs)
1: Right, (laughs) As a freelancer, you're wasting your time. You're not going to build any relationships with any client, long-term clients, if you're going to lie, right? Exactly. It's better to just focus on what you can do best and then just sell that out there. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So tell me a little bit more, like you said, you tell your friends what you are doing. Do you have any other friends who are freelancers or doing similar things to you, or do you find like people are scared to take that leap?
1: I think here in the Philippines, especially because my friends are mostly university graduates, we are used to like going into the corporate world. Yeah. Like after graduation, you should apply to a big company and climb the ladder. And I'm like the one who steered away from that and I went into freelancing. I was like, Okay, no, I'm not going to go to the corporate world. I'm going to try this one. And then funny enough, my friends started asking me more about freelancing as if I was the expert. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing this for like almost two years because since the pandemic hit, right? Almost two years. I'm not the expert, but this is what I do.
0: You're almost an expert now. You've <laughs> you've had a bunch of different clients and you've sure. been with a client for a long term. So that's super sure. cool.
1: So just, I give them the basic things that you should know as a freelancer, the, the risks and the you know, like the pros and the cons. I yeah. give them I actually have a script already saved on my phone. Cause they That's actually so <laughs> they ask the same questions. Like right. is it worth it giving up the corporate job? Is it worth it? I always tell them it is it is for me but it's a case to-case basis. It's based on how you sell yourself. it's based on how you package yourself. Yeah me, I know I know my strengths and I can only teach you what I've learned based on my experience but still that's a different journey. You're a different freelancer You're, you have different skills, you have different forte. so just be confident with what you do. <laughs> yeah and communicate that's
0: the key and work ethic right like it doesn't matter where you live but you like you specifically you have amazing work ethic like when we ask you to do something we know you're going to do it and that's not the case with other people who have worked with us right and like I specifically don't really manage or micromanage your hours and I'm not like looking through every minute of every single thing you you do but that's because at the beginning you were very like I could see you were very detailed very honest you do still to this day track all your hours. We've had people, multiple people within our company that have come on through Upwork where it's like they put 20 hours for a task that should have taken 10, 15 minutes. And that's another thing that like right away the trust is gone, right? And like that is something that's really important. I feel like when you are a freelancer or you're a business hiring, hiring a freelancer is at the beginning, like it's almost like dating. It's like you need to find if this person is trustworthy do they fit your company do they do you vibe well with them like right. it, it is a lot more than just are they good at what they do because right. people can be good at what they do but be you know lying to you or not doing right. it or saying they're gonna do it and they don't do it and of course mistakes happen we're all human so like everyone's going to make mistakes which isn't the point but it's I guess it's a a lot more hands-on at the very beginning when you hire a freelancer from our side of things because you need to be more cognizant when you don't know the person. Whereas now, like I ask you to do something and I forget 10 seconds later because I know you'll take care (laughs) of it.
1: (laughs) And I get it done. I I really write them, you know. um, I want to add on that trust I think it's because I feel like I trusted you guys because you trusted me too. It's the openness between the two parties. Yeah. Because with my previous works, they have a lot of trade secrets, as they call it. And then yeah. I never, you know, they never included me with those. And they just told me, do this. And I'm a person of, why should I do this? For what? And I'm like, okay. So right now, doing the work for s they are very open. Like I know every almost yeah. everything, right? You do. Like I know every client. I know when Natalie's talking to a new client. Yeah. Yeah. It's that level of trust that you don't want to break. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And, but then like you said, it goes both ways, right? Like you being on in in our company. Like how would you start a new client if you didn't know they were about to come on or or change your schedule to add the new client or know the type of content to create or all of that kind of stuff, like it's all important. And, and you are the executive assistant. So like you are, you're doing just as much as I do within our company. So it's, it's like, I'm so, 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 so thankful for you. Like I literally tell everyone and I'm like, you're not allowed to leave. I gave Alexa the idea to start like um a, a VA set sort of business in the Philippines, but I was like, yeah. you can only do it if you stay. <laughs> not Actually, that I have control, but... <laughs>
1: I want to, you know, I, I I really feel empowered by you saying that because I've always wanted to start my own company with a group of people that I know can do well. Through. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when you said that, I was like, oh, maybe this is the sign that I was waiting for. So I I, I was asking my friends, what's a good name for a company? <laughs> oh, I love that.
0: Well, I I literally, I know like three entrepreneurs right now looking for VAs like you. Mm. So (laughs) if you know of anyone, I know people are looking and also you guys can tag her. Of course, all her information will be in the show notes below. So you can reach out to her if you're looking for a VA. Maybe it'll spark you to start (laughs) Start your business quicker. The only only problem is uh, with taxes and using companies like Upwork and then, um, you know, bringing you on full time and contracts and stuff like that. It is a little bit confusing at the very beginning, but... Mm. PayPal and other companies like that, if you do find a VA wherever it is on the other side of the world, you are able to bring them on Um, as a contractor or as a full-time employee is a little bit tougher, especially in Canada with labor laws. But I mean, if you have a good bookkeeper or accountant, it's figure outable. I don't think that's a word, but it is. (laughs) It's doable. Let's talk a little bit more about how you're able to schedule your days. And how that looks like as a freelancer. How do you manage everything? And how do you manage multiple clients?
1: I think I was a born multitasker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I don't think I was born, but I it was developed uh, way back in college, because you mm. have to do multiple things at once, especially in the sciences. Like when you're experimenting, you have to observe, you have to wait, you have to do something, you have to record. So, you know, just keeping your head in the game. So what I usually do that would actually help everyone, even not freelancers, I keep a weekly planner. That's, that's what I do. That's why if you check my task list, I always put their task consolidation. That's for the whole week. Because I already know how long one task could take. So yeah. I know which day I could put that in and when it is needed. So I have to like prioritization of the tasks. That's what I usually do. I spend like around 30 to 40 minutes just focusing on that for the whole week. Yeah. Although one mistake that people do when they're planning is that they're putting so much in their schedule mm-hmm. that there's not enough space for like emergency content. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, or so last minute. That, right? So I always leave that kind of space so every for all the freelancers there that are in the VA or content creation world, leave some space for that. Because you'll never know. Even as a CEO,
0: that's important because it happens every freaking week.
1: (laughs) Right? You'll never know when your client just instantly needs you.
0: Literally, I'm like every week, I'm like, okay, Alexa,
1: move everything down your list and this goes to the top. (laughs) And and I will always say yes, okay? Because I know how, how I could handle the task. Yeah. I know my time. And I guess it also comes down to mastery of the things that you do. Right. As I said, yeah. you know how long something would take, the the energy, it's not just how long, the energy that it takes because remember writing is more it needs more energy. Brain power, yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> more brain so that's power. a really important uh to- oh, that's a really important point to make because it's the same with as being a business owner or whatever you're doing is really figuring out how best you work as a person mm. for me specifically like i can do meetings from 9 to maybe noon after that i'm dead and i can do monotonous tasks you know for the next yeah. couple hours before i pick up my daughter and then sometimes i can do creative things in the evening but i know that so i won't book meetings like important meetings after after 1 p.m. because i know i yeah. won't be at my best and i i book a lot of meetings at 8 or 9 in the morning uh, Cause I know that's when I'm my sharpest, right? I get, I get up around six-ish. So I have a few oh. hours to prepare, but, but everybody's different. And I love that. What takes the most energy and, and moving your day right. around with that.
1: That's something uh, that I never really got for the co- corporate setup. Cause yeah. Cause you can't with a nine <laughs> to five. Right. And as I've told you before, I was a night owl, so I work better or more creative at night. So. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to be in a corporate job. How
0: do you balance your your work life and your personal life?
1: Just now, I started going to the gym and I always make time for that, even for three days a week. Because that's my me time. I don't work at that time. I just focus on maybe working out and watching a movie or just vibing to music. Also, weekends. I always say weekends are sacred.
0: Yeah, I'm the same. (laughs)
1: Um, when my friends ask me because you know I have a lot of clients there was a time that I have four clients at the time and then I'm doing a podcast and then I'm creating art too so they were saying oh how long is your days it's still 24 hours (laughs) I'm like um yeah so and then they will ask me do you sleep eight hours a night
0: (laughs) There was a time where you were not sleeping eight hours a night. You were sleeping,
1: like, a few hours here and there during yeah. the sleep.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was
1: because it was too hot. But now Yeah, and cold. it was because
0: you wanted to, right? And so you yeah. got to plan, you got to do what, you know, schedule your day the way you wanted to.
1: Right, that's the freedom that you get for being a freelancer. Exactly. That's why I always brag to my friends. But, you know, that freedom could kind of bad if you can't manage your yep. time properly. Because... Yep you might get too excited and take on too many tasks to the point that you are working yourself even on weekends. I I really hate that. I will not work on weekends. Exactly. (laughs) And that's a day for myself.
0: That's something that like Alexa and I both, she'll be like, make sure you eat breakfast and lunch. And I'm like, make sure you sleep because it, it can happen. It can go the opposite direction, right? Where you're, I mean, yesterday was like a 16 hour work day for me yeah. and uh, you know, I own a business. So sometimes I have to do that, but I have the control of like, yes, it was a 16 hour work day, but today I'm going for lunch with an employee who, who lives in Winnipeg. And like, I get to, you know, have a little bit of a more relaxing yeah. day. Yeah. And I got a lot of work done during yesterday. So today is less whatever. So that is the freedom of, of moving from a corporate job where When I was working a corporate job, I was sitting at my desk nine to five. Doesn't matter if I worked for an hour. I was even if I worked from home because I worked from home for the last, I don't know, five, 10 years of my corporate job. But I was still at my desk because I had to answer an email or they were watching if I was online or not. And like, so that no, no, thank you.
1: (laughs) Right. Because it's like you're just wasting your time sitting there. That was me with my corporate job before. Because, you know, if you do your things efficiently, you're not going to consume all that nine hours or eight hours exactly sometimes just five hours is enough no, exactly hours is enough. and you can
0: do more in those three hours than you would right. do in eight if you're passionate about it or actually focused so before we end our podcast with it being the new year with everyone having new goals and things like that I wanted to just talk a little bit about like when you first decided, okay, like I think I'm going to, I'm going to ask my parents, I'm going to go back, like live with them again. Did you write down some goals or dreams or like try to manifest anything to get to the point where you are now, where like you're making more than you were in your corporate world? Did you think that was possible? Did you make some goals and then did you hit them? Did you think they were possible? Let us know a little bit more about that.
1: I didn't write it, but I did tell it to a friend who was a tarot reader. Ooh. So, so she read that my card said that anything that I put out in the universe, it will come true. Yeah. So I was I like, totally believe that. Okay, let me earn twice as much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As I did before, and I did exactly. even more. Like I- I'm still so amazed looking back. Because it's it's a journey. It's really a journey. It doesn't happen overnight, but if you take your time and just stop and look at it, it's like, oh, I've I've come a long way.
0: Anything is possible.
1: Right? Anything mm-hmm. is possible. And, and that's the moment I really believe that if you put something out there, you trust your intuition, you listen to the universe, yeah, everything good that you want in your life, you will attract it
0: I as long as it. you
1: manifest it, right?
0: yeah I love that so much so what is your goal for 2022
1: my goal for 2022 is to have more tasks (laughs) with SNS I want to you know strengthen the bond I want to I really want this company to grow I know it's not mine but you know it's it's nice to be a part of a startup and doesn't feel like you're being exploited totally yeah I want that to grow and then I want to put up two businesses to be announced. (laughs) too. <laughs> yeah, I am I, crafting some stuff right now, and I want to focus on my podcast more in you know, producing more content and reaching more people. And yeah, digital art, improve mm. my digital art and maybe sell it. I
0: was gonna say you could totally sell your digital art. You for sure could. If you're a Filipino, then make sure you go listen to Gabby's podcast if you speak english you can listen to like half of it because <laughs> she speaks in english and in um, Tagalog. tagalog tagalo yeah, yeah tagalog. so um she recorded a podcast was it la- no it was like the beginning of december some sometime in december yeah. about working with us and us, or at least the beginning was a life update so i was listening to it and i was starting to tear up it was so sweet and then you started speaking in tagalog and i was like no <laughs> 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 like I'm I need sorry. a translator <laughs> so, it's so it's so funny because I, I, I actually I speak Polish as well so it was my first mm-hmm. language was Polish so I do that with my parents all the time where it's like you don't even mm-hmm. know if you're speaking English or the other language Yeah, and right? who doesn't speak another language doesn't get it I totally get it so it's funny but yeah make sure you listen to her podcast it is it is really entertaining and there's lots of good information especially if you speak Gallo, but also if you're speaking English and follow her on Instagram, everything will be tagged in the show notes. You can see her art and you can see her personal page. And of course, uh, if, you, if you like this podcast, maybe if you want to be a freelancer or anything like that, make sure you take a screenshot and tag us. Is there any last minute thoughts?
1: no but i think that's it guys if we're looking for freelancers contact me s and s is a great company to be in
0: <laughs> i love that i love that all right everyone happy new year let us know what your goals are make sure you set a goal for 2022 it will come true if you believe in it and it's not only possible to be sick and successful it is possible for you